0: I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ansultz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, senior Forbes writer and founder of Mobile Groove, bringing you, as always, every two weeks, Reimagine Growth, a mini-series on retention marketing powered by CleverTap, which is headquartered in Mountain View, California, with offices in Mumbai, Singapore, and Dubai. CleverTap, empowers digital consumer brands to increase customer retention and lifetime value. And that's why we use this episode to bring you tips and advice from marketers who rely on Clevertap to achieve their retention and engagement goals. Today, we're looking at dating apps. They have transformed matchmaking. And of course, the pandemic has further changed how we use them to get to know that special someone. Little wonder, of course, that user spend on apps is rising through the roof. It's set to surpass 8.4 billion by 2024. Of course, more activity means more competition and marketers who understand and segment their audience best will win users and loyalty for the long haul. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Today, my guest is the founder and CEO of a dating app that has become a top-ranked app for all the right reasons. It has friendly features, user-friendly features. It's also female-centric, which is not often the case. We're going to be talking about that. He has effective segmentation, allowing him to target his users and an authentic non-swiping experience. This is reflected in the name HUD, which stands for honest, upfront dating. Pretty cool. And this casual app is on a mission, ticking all the right boxes to provide an alternative, inclusive, and empowered, commitment-free dating experience. Edward Chen, welcome. Great to have you here.
1: Thank you. Well, thanks for having me, Peggy.
0: Well, it's great to have you. Now, you are based in Auckland, and you're app has 11 million users and counting globally in US, UK, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, of course, where you're based. Um, Great concept for an app, Edward. Do you want to tell us a little bit about where the idea came from?
1: The idea didn't come from like an epiphany or anything that I had. It was simply a gap in the market that I saw for a sex-positive, honest, casual dating app. Um, If we trace back to 2015, which is like seven years ago now, there weren't many or any dating apps that purely focused on being commitment-free, female-friendly, and sex-positive. So that made it a lot easier for us to launch the app. And thanks to our clear messaging and the app name, which stands for Honest Upfront Dating, um, as we are very honest and transparent about the app being a casual dating app. And by doing so, we're building a unique niche group of like-minded users that you can't really find in other dating apps. They're all here for the same purpose, unlike users in other apps that you're not exactly sure what they're looking for. But with HUD, everyone's being upfront about it. So, as you would expect, the app um, quickly took off for those reasons. And here we are, 11 million downloads later. So, yeah, that's, um, that's how HUD was born.
0: What are the features, the user experience that makes HUD um, stand out? And uh, what maybe sets a new standard even around uh, dating apps?
1: Yeah, now, um, creating a dating app creates space for users to have vulnerable experiences. We're basically fostering dating, sex, romance, and allowing our users to form intimate relationships. These experiences are especially vulnerable for women, so they need to feel safe in that environment. So, for instance, with our video chat system, both users' cameras are initially blurred by default when the video call begins. This allows users to talk and get to know each other in a way that both users feel safe and comfortable. And only when both users are ready, they can then ampler the cameras to see each other. And by creating this layer of safety in these experiences helps our female users feel safe, secure, and comfortable while using our app. And I think this level of comfort and safety should be the baseline standard for all dating apps.
0: I'm just thinking about the experience. You know very interesting to be able to speak with each other, to get to know each other first and then say, okay, let me see uh, your camera. Let turn on the camera. Let me see what you look like. Um, what's the response to that? I mean, I've, uh, I've read a bit about your app, um, women saying that it does indeed stand out for that. Is that um, what you would call your key differentiator?
1: I would, I would say so, yes. At the uptake of that um, system, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's really working for us, yeah, and our users too, yes.
0: I'm just thinking about that for a moment, Edward. You know, a great user experience that I can get to know somebody before I actually decide, you know, are we going to get to know each other better? Are we going to allow our cameras to show what we look like and continue this conversation? What's the response that you've had to this user experience?
1: Yeah, the response was uh, phenomenal. Um the uptake of this system was was yeah, was massive and um it has worked um really well for um for our app and our users.
0: So we talk about a great product is a must. That's a given. And you've been thinking about your user experience, obviously. But also effective marketing is a must. And unlike many, I was doing some homework here and, you know, you have a very broad marketing mix. It starts with everything from billboards and goes to online. Tell me about that channel mix. What What is working best for you?
1: Um, billboards have been really exciting channel for us over the years, um, getting to push the boat out with how we communicate on a large scale like that. Um, But aside from billboards, events were a major channel for us. We have sponsored and participated in events all over the States, um, Australia, and New Zealand. Um, But that was all before COVID, though. Um, Online channels have been um, equally both challenging and rewarding. Um, Due to the type of app HUT is, um, you know, being a casual dating app, uh, we have limited options on where we could advertise. So in order to get around this, We experiment with as many different channels as possible throughout the years. We have tried a number of different ad platforms, but so far, I would, I would say that Apple search ads has still proven to be the best online channel for us when it comes to user acquisition.
0: What is the momentum now? Are you seeing that, you know, events are back, people are doing things outside. So out of home makes sense again?
1: I would, I would. Yeah, I would probably say so. We are just starting to look into that um, this year, just uh, be- at the beginning of this year. Uh, I think um, we-, we would probably um, sponsor some type of events um, by the end of this year, some probably like music festival and-, and things like that. Yes.
0: So you shared some of the channels that work best for you, Apple search ads being one of them. We have other possibilities there could be social there could be influencer is there an, a surprise in that mix for you
1: we have sponsored um quite a few events over the, in the uh, over the past few years um including um music festivals and um uh, mardi gras um lgbtq festival in sydney australia and um i would say that um music festival works probably the best for us um yeah, it's um one uh we sponsored this it's probably one of the biggest festival in New Zealand called Rhythm and Bonnie. Um when this, the um festival it's been held, um our sort of download just went through the roof.
0: You have the events. Are there any other partnerships, any sort of like brand partnerships? Because of course um, love is universal can go with a lot of different uh, marketing approaches. Is there anything you're pursuing there?
1: We have done a number of influencer campaigns um, mostly on Instagram. Um, those have particularly worked well for us as well. So I think um, I think that's that's something that we we'll, would um, look at doing again um, pretty soon as well.
0: You have achieved impressive scale, as I said, 11 million users, fast growth, um, high ranks in app store listings as well. What are you doing to maintain the momentum? We talked about the music festivals. We talked about a mix of channels. but Is there something that stands out for you as a way to maintain the momentum and maybe power the growth?
1: yeah i think um the dating industry it's it's um changing all the time which means that we have to operate our marketing strategy in the always-on agile fashion um, ensuring that we have an active presence across as many channels as possible it's part of this strategy we are actually in the process of launching our first podcast which is completely new channel for us yeah um always look working to find new and better ways to communicate our key messages with both our old and new users is our top priority.
0: And it makes sense you can have that as you're seeing that as marketing because of the opportunities in audio or also to get into maybe voice and voice activation. What's the idea behind the podcast?
1: This is actually um completely new for us and this idea came from my um marketing manager Michaela. So um she thinks that this is something that we should explore into because podcast is getting really popular and, um, this is just a new way to communicate our messages to our users.
0: So Edward, it's clear that your app has a different type of experience, but what's outstanding in a way is the focus on safety. You don't see that very often and it's, you know, it's woman centric, it's woman friendly is what I want to say here. Um, tell me a little bit about how you make that possible.
1: Yep. Um, it's, um, so one of the features that I uh, mentioned before is the video chat system that um, the cameras were blur initially. That's one of the safety features. And the other feature is chat request. So a male user cannot send a message directly to a female user unless um, unless the, um, uh, the female user has already accepted that chat request. Um, so all messages needs to be accepted first Um, and once once it's been accepted um, you cannot just send any random images Um, photo sending also has to be accepted first so you so you can imagine that um dick pics cannot be sent and then we have a great moderation team working 24 7 around the clock Um, any users being reported will respond to that straight away.
0: Now to look at marketing, you know, it's more than filling the funnel. It's about driving deep engagement. And in your case, for your business model, converting to subscriptions, tell me a little bit about the role segmentation plays here.
1: Yep. Um, there are a range of reasons why a user may choose to download our app, or any dating apps for that matter. It's not as black and white as people see it, Uh, One of the core functions of app is to give our users exactly the kind of dating experience they're looking for at any moment in time. Whether that is a one night stand or casual friends with benefit situation or just a long distance flirt. So in order to provide that unique experience to our users, we need to understand them. And segmentation plays a massive important role here as it allows us to engage and consistently re-engage our users based on their needs and behaviors. The
0: segmentation has many different flavors, many different approaches. Tell me a little bit more about your approach and also what you've achieved
1: as a result. Using Clevertap to segment our users has been extremely beneficial. We gather as many data points about our user behavior from within our app, and Clevertap allows us to harness the information and use it to create campaigns that keep our users engaged as a result we've been able to optimize and maintain a high engagement and retention rate from our users. So yeah, it's been extremely helpful.
0: You say it is beneficial, how beneficial?
1: It, in the last quarter, for example, we've seen a 20% increase in retention uh, with both old and new users. And also in new users converting to pay subscription within the first week of use within the app. So those are ex- uh, excellent results we're seeing.
0: So you've talked about what you have achieved as a result by using segmentation. Now let's take a look at the journey and how you get the users into that journey. It's lifecycle marketing. You craft a journey. Um, What works? What are you doing to drive engagement and retention in that journey?
1: Um, the first step in crafting the journey to engagement um and retention is having a deep understanding of the journey of our users take within our app. So through CleverTap's data analysis tools, we are able to gain a pretty clear understanding of what steps our users take once they've finished the sign-up process. We then use this information to determine the most effective funnel to ensure a high subscription rate. So from there, we create a range of unique push notification campaigns that guide our users through the most ideal journey.
0: So it pays clearly is what I'm hearing to be smart in your segmentation. I mean, look at your numbers, you know, 20% increase in retention, um, one week to sign up for a subscription. What's your biggest learning from your segmentation approach and your strategy so far?
1: Um, I would say it's definitely not to be stagnant. As I mentioned, our user behavior is always changing. Um, They are not just affected by whether the user is in a relationship or not. They are actually affected by season changing, um, world events, pandemic, um, dating trends, access to new features. So the worst thing for us to do is set and forget our campaigns. So therefore, constant optimization and revisiting strategy is the best chance at success.
0: So constant testing, and you've done a lot of testing to optimize each individual journey. What are some of the best practices that you can share?
1: Now, the difference in effect that a single phrase or word or even an emoji can make to a campaign would probably shock some people. The team at Clevertab often does this kind of reporting for us. They provide us with insights as to which words or emojis are connected to the best and worst performing campaigns. Um, We then use this data amongst other data points such as open ratio to continuously optimize the way we communicate with our users to ensure we keep things as personal, relevant and aligned as possible.
0: I have to ask, you now, Edward, you have me so curious. I'm trying to imagine, you know, what a killer emoji is or an amazing phrase or an emoji that doesn't work at all. Can you share any of the specifics here? I mean, obviously it's going to be different and changing, but maybe there's something you've discovered that you can share with marketers listening in.
1: Yeah, well, um, I would say to our demographic because they are all pretty much young um, demographic from 18 to 25. That's our main demographic. Um, we have found that emojis talk especially well to these young people. Um, we have used um, different numbers of different emojis in our screenshots. And we have found that um, using, um, well, the eggplant emoji works the best for us.
0: And you're also moving users to subscription. You know, and you're moving them for a free trial, saying here, try it out, and then get them to go to the subscription. And as you said, you've cut the time for that as well. What are you doing to encourage this?
1: Um, this is a multi-step process. Well, first of all, we have to create and maintain the best product possible, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good the segmentation is, how well the funnels and campaigns are constructed. If the product isn't itself isn't good enough, So, but we have confidence that our product and subscription offering does a lot of the work for us already. Um, Effective and optimized push campaigns help our users to get the most out of their free trials. Um, We use personalized push campaigns to encourage users to try out every pay feature that is relevant to their needs before the trial ends. Um, Once the trial ends, if a user hasn't converted already, we use a combination of retention tactics and excitement tactics to remind users that they are missing out a lot on those pay features. Now, it's crucial that genuine excitement is built up around pay features without devaluing the free offering altogether because we don't want users to feel like it's money or nothing situation. So yeah, that's that's how we do it.
0: So thanks for those tips around you know how to create a journey, how to get people to move to a subscription. I want to take a step back for a moment, Edward, and look at your company and where you are now. What would you say is a key ingredient in your recipe for just creating such a successful dating app?
1: Um, there will be multiple ingredients, I would say. It's, it's never just one thing. I think um, the, the timing has to be right, um, seeing and finding the gap in the market. Uh, fulfilling their market with the right product, with clear messaging, um, just being honest about what it is, uh, which, which should be reflected in all your metadata, including the app screenshots, name, description. Uh, once you got it to product market fit, then it's all about continuous improvement by listening to your users and making it sustainable by using the right user acquisition platform. And the hardest part is actually building the brand
0: well, certainly part of it I think is the brand itself. I mean, the name, the name says it all, that's ingenious. That was your idea, by the way, Edward?
1: That was, that was, yes. Okay. Yep.
0: I mean, it does what it says, right? It, 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 it's honest upfront dating, that's what it's gonna be. Um, in every show here, we focus on retention and we always leave our audience with one piece of advice, your golden rule to grow retention. What's your golden rule, Edward?
1: Um, This might sound simple and obvious, but my biggest piece of advice uh, is knowing your users and really get to know them, their wants, their needs, their behavior. Knowing on a deep and meaningful level how your users behave and how they make decisions It's probably the only way to retain them um, effectively. And that is what we've been doing throughout the years, just continuously improving our product based on user feedback, making sure that every user experience is a positive one. Um, taking notes on what the users don't like, um, what they want, and so on, is the only way to move forward and uh, improving your product.
0: And collecting that feedback, as you said yourself, and I mean, you will be having soon um, a podcast, You know, another way to connect with your audience, another way to understand what they like, what they don't like, get their feedback, get their feelings. Uh, Makes sense as a blueprint. Um, thanks for sharing this with me today, Edward. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. And of course, it's a pleasure.
0: And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, you can email me, Peggy, peggyatmobilegroove.com. You can also check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. So you can listen in on the move, and you can also check out the video because it is powered by The Groove over on YouTube. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. Keep well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon.